Listen, if there was, I keep saying it, if there was a big ass flying monster <laughs> digesting people, I see blood pouring down the. My goodness, I'll be gone faster oh, than. Oh man. Uh, it would be like Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, you do the run where you stay in the same spot for a while. Or you see it's dust. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast with me, Ed. And me, Charles. Where we discuss all things TV and film. We're not experts or people with deep industry knowledge, we're just fans having a group chat with all of you. So enjoy the show and see you in the lockdown yard, baby. Today, today, we're going to be discussing Nope. It's long overdue, but we're going to be discussing Nope. But it's also going to be a bit of a Jordan Peele episode, right? Because yeah, he's only had two other movies out. So, mm-hmm. And one of them in my opinion, deserved his own episode and we should definitely get down to it. Uh, get out. That deserves its own episode for... Because for me, that's, I know movie subjective and all that, but it might be a perfect movie. It, it might just be. It's a damn masterpiece, man. Yeah. It's, an actual, it's an actual masterpiece. When I think about a film that is pretty much flawless and nails everything down to the characters, the plot, the pacing... The, the pacing, music. yes, d- d- yeah, masterpiece. I think it'll get Legit. out for sure. And for that to have been his directorial debut, that's just crazy, man. He mm. went hard, and it, in a way, he's kind of a, a victim of his own success. Because when when Get Out is your first ever film, the expectations are just going to be sky high. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, he yeah. set the bar high, high. And then the hype for us was just crazy. And let's say us was very divisive. It was different. It was was different. It was very different. It's different, man. (laughs) To be fair, the only thing that came out of that film that is memorable, apart from the performances, is definitely I Got Five on it remixed. I Got Five on it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And when you talked about performances, I mean, Lupita was the absolute standout. Mm-hmm. Just, I legit believed that there were two Lupitas and one of them was playing one and the other. So it was just, and I still, to this day, I still think she was robbed of at least an Oscar nomination. Mm. Not saying she should have won or anything, but heck, that's one of the biggest robberies mm. I can remember Re- in recent times of an, an Oscar nomination, at least. I liked a lot of the cast as well, Lupita especially, but like the door especially. I didn't. I did, I rewatched it recently. I'm like, yo, she really is creepy when she's a doppelganger and when she's it's not. It's the a smile, man. It's that smile. It's that damn <laughs> smile. Why are you smiling so? What is so funny, huh? I was like, why look, don't look at me like that, man? <laughs> Ain't nothing funny about it's nothing funny about the situation at all. Isn't it? Nah, it, it's it was creepy. It was proper creepy, man. Like, um random tangent. Have you seen a show or have you heard of a show called From? It came out this year. From? No. From. I don't think so. So quick summary. It's literally about a town where once you enter it, you can't leave. As in, 
you try to drive out and the road just loops you back in like some sort of paradox where it just loops you back into the town. Okay. And at night, these monsters come out and they look exactly like humans, but they're proper creepy. They just walk slow, smiling towards you. And then if they get a hold of you, they rip your insides out. And they only what? ever come out at night. So I highly recommend it. It's I'm going to warn you now. I thought it was a one season show because it's only okay. season one. But the frustration I felt at the end of episode, um, the last episode, it's only 10 uh, episodes. Uh, is there real? If you thought you've seen cliffhangers before. Oh, oh my goodness. God. So I'd worst. say, yeah. And it has, uh, do you remember in Lost, it had Michael. <laughs> Michael is always it's like, I have to find my shun. What? What? That guy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember the memes of that guy screaming for Walt. <laughs> Walt. Every time you saw it, it's like, I have to get my shun. Wow. <laughs> you know how they always say like uh, black men don't take care of their kids. Like back in the day they used to say black men don't take care of their kids look after their kids. This is a guy who was like just trying to prove a point. <laughs> Every single episode he was like, I gotta find my son, I gotta be with my son. Whoa! He's Whoa! the advocate. He's like <laughs> destroying stereotypes. Man. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's in it and he's really good. I think I, he's a really good character, but you know what? I take it back in terms of recommending it. Not that it's not a good show or anything, but it's the last episode of the series just ends on such a frustrating cliffhanger. It's just it's like... It's not going to get renewed. No, it's the se- season two was announced, but it's like, man, might as well just wait for season two. Oh, okay. So, mm, yeah. Just, mm, okay. But the, the reason I drew that comparison between us and From was just the way the doppelgangers just proper creepy and smiling especially the the girl doppelganger but okay. it's full of pure evil it's like ah man fair enough i thought you were gonna tell me it didn't get renewed for season two in which case i'm gonna tell you i'm not gonna watch that uh listen, but 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 you told me it has so i'm gonna watch it now yeah so it's like a quick binge only 10 episodes mm. most of them not even an hour long probably 45 minutes in that so okay yeah. okay yes <laughs> I'm hearing TV shows and movies getting cancelled daily, bro. <laughs> you tell me to start one that's about to end, I'm like, nah, I got other stuff I can do. Netflix are the worst for that. They are absolutely ruthless. Mm-hmm. You'll be loving your show and then you'll just hear, and it's gone from South and Park. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're funding films like Me Too. Um, not Me Too, Me, T- Me Time. Me you Time, heard of yeah. That one? I have. Oh. I've heard that. I've heard very bad things about that. <laughs> <laughs> that film is terrible. Oh my it actually god! Had, it actually broke a record, so it has the record for the lowest rated film produced by Netflix, I believe, mm. on Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow! We what's the what's the percentage? Do you know? You want to have a guess? I'm not five. <laughs> Oh, man. Are you one of those people that just guesses the most extreme thing at the start to just kill the buzz? <laughs> I'm trying to get it right, okay? <laughs> but you weren't far off. It was 7. 7%. percent hey! 7% of critics who watched this film liked it. But you know you know my agenda against Rotten Tomatoes, right? So um, I'm like, I don't really care about the critics rating more time. It's the audience. Hmm. Audiences didn't like it either. 
Not as much as they didn't think it was as bad as the critics, but it was rotten by audience standards as well. Yeah. It's the fact that Netflix funds those kind of films and then they just cancel other things. Like, yeah. Come on, man. I mean, no, sometimes Get together. They, no, sometimes they do like promote a certain kind of movie. Yeah, and it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Gone. But yeah. So oh wait, that didn't even last. Mm-hmm. Us. Did you like you liked us, right? I did like us. Yeah. Honestly, I keep saying it. My opinion of us depends on how I'm feeling on the day because it's just so divisive. Some of it just didn't make sense. See, I see some people... I think some people think of it as like a hit or a miss. You have to pick one or the other. I feel like it was a hit then. But the film we're going to talk about, I'm going to say it was a miss for me. So I can say I prefer Uh, us than that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've got... So I've had a real... So obviously we're going to be talking about us now. I'm sorry, we're going to be discussing Nope. Nope, we're going to be talking about Nope. And you remember when we saw that trailer, we discussed it. We were hyped for it, man. I was. I was so intrigued. I was of so course. damn intrigued. Especially as they hadn't re- revealed the mystery of what, what the actual plot was, right? So Yeah, and I was kind of right because I listened back to the episode where we were talking about Nope. And I said what my theory was, because I said it was like a killer cloud or something like that. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't too far off. You like. weren't too far off. Spoiler alert. We yeah. weren't too far off. We're going to get right into it. Yeah. So, nope. With our boy, Daniel Kaluuya. Yes, sir. Our girl, Kiki Ki- uh, Palmer. Yes. Exactly. I got you. We got this. Keep going. We got this. Keep going. We got our boy, Stephen Yun. Yes, sir. From AKA Walking Glenn Dead. from The Walking Dead. Yes, sir. Yes, again, direct. This is Jordan Peele's third film after mm. Get Out and Us, of course. Yep, yep. And the thing with Jordan Peele films is because, as we said, because Get Out was just, you know, like in a, in a hundred meter race, you get such a blistering start. You're just already ahead of the field at 50 meters. Mm. And but people you, just expect that momentum yeah. to, to keep going. I know. But that's the thing. I think. I think we have to separate it from. I know it's yeah, hard. We do. But we have to. We, we have to separate it. We do have to we separate do. it because yeah, that's a they're completely different genre of films. All three of them basically they only have yeah. elements yeah. of horror. But the first one was a straight up like. I guess it would even be a sci-fi horror because of the technology they were using to do the stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it's still mainly a horror. <laughs> it's mainly a horror. The others were elements of other things as well. This one was exactly. straight up sci-fi though. And with this one, I did you feel like this was a horror, first and foremost? Nah, 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 not even really. Only in that one scene, but that find that just the. Nah, I don't find this a horror. Not really. Fair enough. I mean, you you mentioned you thought this was a miss, and I was gonna say I've had a real emotional roller coaster with this film. So, mm. on first watch, and I'm I'm gonna draw a comparison that you might look at me like a madman when I say this at first, but let me land, let me land. All right, cool. I feel like uh, the emotional rollercoaster I went through with this film made me draw a lot of comparisons between Jordan Peele and Christopher Nolan. Let me land, let me land. Okay, okay. (laughs) No, I'm actually intrigued. Go on, go on. Because I've realised, and even with Get Out, I realised I can't just watch Jordan Peele films once. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something that happens with me a lot with Christopher Nolan films. One watch isn't enough. Yeah, okay. Because there's so much social commentary and symbolism in his films. Like, if you don't pick it all up in the first watch, you'll end up thinking, this film sucks. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, on the first watch, that's kind of what I I was with you that this was a miss. So okay. I was like, uh, nah, I've, I've got to watch this again because. You know, it's getting hyped up and everything. I, I basically had the same experience I had with Dune. Remember how we both hated? Yeah. Yeah. Not hated, just okay. Hated. It. We just didn't see the hype. Yeah, yeah, Dune yeah, yeah. On the yeah. first watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you really watched it. And you picked up on all the the detail, the cinematography, and all of that. It was just mm. this is a it quality was, film. Yeah, it was rich, rich in detail, man. Yeah, mm. Everything was. Yeah. But, so on second yeah. watch, I wouldn't say I had a completely a complete one eighty on this one. But I definitely didn't think it was a bad film. I thought, I thought it was good. Mm. I thought it was good, mm. and yeah, I realized there's so much I didn't pick up pick up on on the first watch, which we'll obviously talk about during the episode. Okay, All but right. yeah, maybe I think I'm guessing you've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. Fair. Yeah. I mean, when I say it's a miss, I don't mean I don't like it. Like extremely don't like it. It just mm-hmm. it just didn't capture something yeah. for me. To make and that's fine. Feel like, yeah, and that's completely fine. That's why I'm not ragging on the film. Yeah, I, I mean, there are things I might rag on, but I'm not going to say those are the biggest drawbacks of the film. You know, that's fine because yeah, with me. And by the way, no movie you don't owe it to any movie to see it twice to get it. Like mm. it's no, every no. movie's duty to get you on that first watch. To be honest, so if yeah. you didn't like it, you've seen it once. You didn't like it, cool. We move on. I just had to see it twice because. You know, there's a bit of bias. It's Jordan Peele. I just thought, nah, maybe there was something I'm missing. So mm. let me just watch that again. And yeah, right, there, was, there was so much symbolism in it and All social right, cool. commentary. I have my own theories. I haven't talked to you about them, but it'll be interesting to see if we kind of match up on a few. Or even if we don't, let's chop it up either way. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, it obviously started off with one of our favorite voice perform- <laughs> voice actors at least Keith yeah. David yeah <laughs> but like yeah. Keith David he had the short such a short stint in this film it was crazy mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in the trailers I thought you'll be in it not not gonna be main character or anything but I didn't expect him to have to be in it for two minutes <laughs> <laughs> you know this is kind of a, a funny kind of a morbid funny point you know when you see his picture <laughs> later on in the film and he's smiling, doing that Keith David smile. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can actually hear this laugh in my head when I look at that, that same laugh, <laughs> that Rick and Morty laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the president, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he died a horrendous death with a, a coin, a nickel, or some sort can of that, coin. Can that actually happen though? Because I never thought that could actually happen. Well, it did. It went through to his brain, it was just, as we saw in the the X-ray. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I was trying to figure yeah. out what the hell happened, and I was like, "Damn!" So that was so instant as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, when it hit him, he was getting taken to the hospital by his son. Yeah, his name is OJ. OJ, and he was still talking. He was still conscious, but I was like, "Oh, damn! Is this it?" This, this is all we're getting <laughs> of Keith David. So oh, fair man. enough. <laughs> but from from so for from when that happened, as the audience, because we've seen the trailer and everything, we sort of knew it was there was some sort of alien phenomenon. Yeah. And yeah, it was later on we find out that the reason that thing hit him in the head is because it was essentially pooped out by the alien, the cloud alien. Which yeah. we thought was a flying saucer, but it's actually the the actual alien itself. Yeah. And I was just 
like watching it again and seeing so many bits of analysis on it, it's, people are saying it's a commentary on how Hollywood just kind of sucks you up and it spits you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's literally how it eats. It, it it eats people. It eats things that stares at it, and once it's finished digesting you, it just spits you out. Okay, that it doesn't need. And I was like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that that kind of lines up with one of my theories. I guess we could talk about theories a little bit here and there. Um, my theory was um, the whole film. You know how each film kind of has like a, a subplot or a sub theme of what it's about. Like um, I don't know what Us was about. Like I can't remember what Us was about. But this one, I thought it was about. Um, it was a commentary on spectacle, how we view spectacle. Like mm-hmm. especially, I had to try and make sense of. Spoiler alert, we're going jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Oh, I chimp- do it, man. Yeah, the chimp story. I had to try and make sense of why that was in the damn film. Because oh. it would, it's Jordan Peele doesn't do stuff for no reason. All right, he doesn't. Not really. So I was like, maybe, yes, that's something to do with spectacle. Because even the way the aliens, um, alien looks at OJ towards the end of the film, it kind of looks like a camera to me. I don't know if you ever saw that, but it kind of looked like a camera lens. Too. Oh, you mean the, the the square box thing it had? Yeah, the square box thing it had. That probably was its mouth or something. I don't know. I don't know, but to me, it looked like he was looking at him and he was looking at him. So I thought it was the eye. But yeah, I just jumped to two different places. Going back to my original point. Yeah, I thought it was about spectacle. I think it kind of links to your point. Yeah. And you know what? Something you mentioned, the whole dupe story with the chimp and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree. I thought you could, there's just no need for that in the film. You could take everything to do. I love Stephen Yoon. You know, you love Glenn. Okay. But yeah, we do. You could have taken everything to do with him out of the film. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't I was have made a difference. I really was hoping you were going to tell me it would have made a difference because you said you rewatched it and seen the stuff about it. Nah, I even, really? even rewatching oh. it. The, I mean, what do you want us to teach? Do you want us to teach us a lesson that don't stare at a wild animal in the eye maybe and it's not going to attack you? We didn't, need, maybe, we didn't need that segment to tell us. I know. I was thinking maybe it has something to do with like how we deal with like these traumatic events, and maybe we just try and monetize on it too much because that's kind of what Stephen Young's character was about. Like he definitely got publicity from that moment, as traumatic as it was. My mm-hmm. days. That scene was intense as hell. What the bit where he got he and everyone else got eaten? Yeah, no, 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 no. So, no, 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 no. Sorry, I meant the monkey bit. I mean, the oh yeah, bit. yeah. That when was he, that was intense. It was, that was really intense. like when he was hiding and the bit where the the monkey was kind of looking around and then his head was still and he he looks at us yep. in the audience. I was like. Uh... Oh, uh, we did. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> oh, we are dead. He's just inching his hand a little bit close, being like, yo, dab this, man. I'm, don't worry. I'm not going to worry. Come out. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> you cool. You cool. <laughs> you cool. Come on. Come on. It's like, oh, oh, we... oh, you seeing this death and destruction? Don't worry. No, 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 no. We're cool, though. <laughs> yeah, come on here, man. Come on. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You just saw me beat this man, this adult man to death. <laughs> but I'm you're, you're cool. <laughs> But you're cool. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> that chimp scene, my days. I get it. Work. It was intense, but uh, it just didn't serve any of the rest of the film, man. It didn't. 
didn't. All it did was introduce his character as a kid and then he's grown up now and he's turned his experience into a monetized thing. Yeah. Which I guess is what what most people would do these days, to be honest. I mean, that's what he did with the alien, kind of, because I don't know, he somehow yeah, he figured it out. That's another thing. That is another thing. How on earth did he survive six months feeding the alien with horses? And not once know. did it attack him for looking up at it. I don't know. That doesn't make like, sense. Like, six, he said, for the last six months, mm-hmm. he's essentially been feeding this thing with horses. And Maybe not he was once. Hmm. Maybe he just so found what, what out. Do you, why do you then, think he was lying? Well, maybe he just found out when um, OJ and what's the sister's name? Sorry, I forgot the name in the film. Uh, Let's call her Kiki for now. Yeah, call her Kiki. <laughs> yeah when OJ and Kiki, um, they found out and they were trying to track the alien down. Maybe he found out then and then they were like, he was just lying. Just to make it seem like, oh yeah, I've got this under control. Don't worry. I've been me and this alien have been cool for six months. I've been feeding your horses, so you know it's tamed. I don't know. There ain't I, no way. Because let's face it, he would have definitely looked up at it. So that that kind of didn't make sense to me. Yeah, okay. To be honest yeah. with you, that's a lot. It really didn't really make sense in the film. I mean, that was one of the things. The other thing was, um, actually, no. Yep. I, I forgot exactly what it is, but it was a point. No, it was that stupid mantis. What the hell was up with uh. the mantis? <laughs> no, 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 no. Plot device, isn't it? Just to just to prolong yeah. the film a bit more. Because if they if they got their footage there and then, it's film done. <laughs> for real? Nah, for real. Either the alien was, was like <laughs> influencing the mantis to stay on there, or it was just a you really that's a coincidence. That's a coincidence and a half, man. What the hell? And you know what? Device, man. As I'm as I'm talking to you, I'm realizing there's another like a bit of social commentary in that oh in gosh. this day and age, when mm. anything happens, why is always phones out first? First and you, foremost, we gotta you, catch this on film. Oh my days! If I, if there was a flying alien running around mm, eating people, mm, I'm mm, out. Yeah, <laughs> what for, the hell do you mean? Nah, for real, <laughs> for real, I'm gone. That was so bizarre to me. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> they find out that extraterrestrial life exists on this in this world, and the first thing is to try and monetize it. Are you insane? <laughs> But is it not accurate? <laughs> in this day and age, everyone gets their phone out and you'll be on TikTok and before you know it, bang, you've blown. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's that's sad though. That's really sad. It's accurate though. I'll, it, I'll is. It. <laughs> it is, but yeah, damn. I mean, yeah. accurate for them. You think I'm sticking around? If I find out aliens are eating horses and people, I'm out. Yeah, the hell I'm do people. You mean? I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit out now. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that that big it frustrated me, but you know what? I commended it because it was accurate. Yeah. And the fact that someone from TMZ showed up. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just compounded even that more. even more. It's like they weren't even mad that TMZ showed. They literally only mad that TMZ showed up to steal their thunder. It's like we got here first. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At that point, it was just funny. It wasn't this doesn't add to drama? I don't feel tense because the TMZ person's here. I feel like this is going to be hilarious now because you just made this commentary. <laughs> and the bit that really like just <laughs> the point I'm talking about really it really 
when he struck the when point he, home when he was being eaten it was yeah. like, <laughs> make sure you're filming it though <laughs> my Get legs I can't do this kill my legs <laughs> film it though <laughs> no there's no take two you have to get this all in one shot <laughs> ah my torso <laughs> <laughs> Use oh a filter. <laughs> oh my god! That, that, that was probably the funniest part of the film. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. No. I'm being eaten, but film it though. Make sure you use them hashtags on TikTok when you post this. <laughs> Get me in 4K. Do not give me <laughs> no slow resolution. Give me the full 4K. <laughs> nah, but yeah, th- I think this whole film was essentially a commentary on that. Oh, we'd rather film something than, I don't know, run for our lives. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, man. Oh, but um, who, who was the who was a standout performance for you in this in this film? For me, okay, my favorite is Emerald Kiki Palmer. Yes, hundred percent. Like for sure, Kiki. I like I liked the introduction. When, introduction was good because mm. uh, we saw OJ in the studio. He was trying to pretty much sell the sell the ranch and his services to the film studio. Yeah, he was mumbling. Too. He was mumbling a lot in this film, but oh, in that scene, yeah. he was mumbling for real. So he was. Hi, everybody, if you'd like to see we are we are Hayward, and then Kiki Palmer comes in with the energy and saves the whole show straight up. And you know what? Fair fair to OJ because he literally saw his dad live and direct get killed. Mm. I mean, mm. that thing will change you for life. And so it made sense that afterwards he was just yeah mumbly and all that. But then I think Kiki's character Emerald wasn't as close to the dad, and she she didn't have to see it live and direct. So yeah, and she she just seemed like a better performer when it came to not as an actor, but in the film itself, a better performer when it came to selling their services because they were struggling. Their horses were being replaced with CGI. Did you see that when the horse got they got fired from the set because their horse wilded out? Yeah. Because uh, it got stared at in the eye, which which mm. um, was relevant later in the film, and they wheeled yeah. in that CGI, well, the green the green screen horse <laughs> oh behind gosh. it. I was like, ah, oh, fair enough, we get it. You hate you hate visual effects, bring back practical effects. I get it. He's <laughs> got a point. Yeah, he's got a point. I, I agree with you. Emerald Kiki Palmer was really good yeah. in this film. Yeah, brought the energy. Yeah. She brought the energy to it she for sure. The energy, um, comedic value as well. Both of them had comedic moments, but I feel like she, whenever she was on screen, even though serious stuff was going down, I could laugh at the same time just because mm-hmm. she took it in her stride very quickly. <laughs> like there's an alien above us, and we should leave the building and, and not leave the building, leave the house. And OJ's saying, "Nah, I'm gonna be here tomorrow. Till tomorrow, you can stay." Yeah. <laughs> and she's just freaking out, <laughs> just freaking out. Are you kidding me? Let's get the hell out of here! I'm like, nah. There's a I'm literal alien me. above us, currently digesting humans. We can hear the screams. Mm-hmm. The blood is streaming down the wind. That bit was probably the most... Because mm. we're saying this didn't really feel like a horror, but that bit, that bit was, was creepy, yeah. very, yeah. very horror-like. I was like, mm. damn. Yeah, but she, the thing is, she she in that moment, I'm going back to it because it's just very funny. She's saying everything that I would say in that scene. But then she stayed and like, you lost me. 
<laughs> you lost me. <laughs> Listen, if there was, I keep saying it. If there was a big ass flying monster <laughs> digesting people, I see blood pouring down the. My goodness, I'd be gone faster oh, than. Oh man, uh, it would be like Looney Tunes. Yeah, <laughs> it's that you do the run where you stay in the same spot for a while. All you see is dust. Oh, literally, like a roadrunner. Me, me, gone. Oh no. But I tell you what, I said the funny for me the funniest bit was the TMZ guy getting eaten and still wanted to be filmed. But mm. the biggest laugh um, in the cinema was I know exactly which bit. I think I think I gone, know. gone, gone. Was it when they were in, when OJ was in the stables? In the stables? Oh no, 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 not even that. Oh, well, in the stables, were being harassed by those damn kids in the yeah. Was... Then he said the iconic line, "Nope." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. There was a, the other the other time when he said nope. When he was literally in his truck, he said, "Nah." Nah, he said, "Nope." Do you he remember? Said, nope. Oh, you yeah, said twice. He probably knew. I thought it was nah. Nah, he said he said nope, and he was in his truck, and the alien was literally directly above him. So he took a <laughs> quick peep, and he closed the door, and he was like, "Nope." <laughs> and, and you know, it spat out the plastic horse. Uh huh. Right onto just his just truck because it just wasn't them. happy. It was like, "How dare you!" Give me some real meat, none of this vegetarian <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I've never seen a more petty reaction to plastic horse. Yeah. <laughs> I need that real horse meat, none of this fake replacement. Don't let it happen again. Don't let it happen again. That just reminded me of um, this reminded me of Boondocks when Riley said, And if I can't get out, I'll piss on your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez! But that was everyone. I feel like everyone was waiting for that moment where he said "nope." Because the whole film we've been waiting for for that. You watched it how many times now? Oh, just twice. Just twice. Okay. Mm. I feel like I could watch it one more time, but I feel like I watch it at home at this point. I wouldn't go to cinema to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, watch it at home with subtitles. There's still a few things that which really annoyed me in this film. For example, the guy who's... They sought his help to film the thing because... Oh, you know, it, yeah. It shorts out everything electrical, so they need a manual camera and there's only one, one guy in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy in town who's an expert at it. And at first I thought, you know, one of these mysterious, slow-speaking badasses, you know? Nope. Turns out he's just crazy as hell. <laughs> He filmed it, and I was like, "Yes, you got like, it." Oh, Where's he going? What are you doing? I need more. I need the impossible shot. <laughs> it's just you see what I mean. This whole film is just a commentary on people filming things rather than running for your life. Mm-hmm. He he's like, "No, no, no." You guys got the shot from far away. I need to film myself being eaten like this thing. How did you did you even expect to survive? Was that just a kamikaze mission? That was a kamikaze mission, bro. He was sacrificing himself. Bro. <laughs> I tell you what, for bro. the impossible <laughs> shot, bro. <laughs> Looking back, he saw his legs dangling. <laughs> he Wait, was filming himself being eaten. Like, nah. Oh my days! <laughs> the POV shot. <laughs> <laughs> the POV. Imagine him posting that on TikTok. POV, <laughs> you're being eaten. 
people will say is the tales will say is fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like no, nah, no. Nah, give us the give us the selfie angle. It's like again. <laughs> it's it's the vintage camera. It's like oh well, I don't believe it. <laughs> Bye. Nah. Shit. You see, so many, so many times in this film, it just mm. I feel like Jordan Peele was like, get off your you're telling society, get off your damn phones. This is happening now. Don't For real. Film it. Uh, so that bit, you know, I found it <laughs> funny, but it's just annoying because there's just no need. You think yeah. you've literally done exactly what you've talked about, but yeah, I think literally. it makes sense that maybe he didn't believe it. You know. So maybe when he saw it up up close, oh, he, he just everything changed in his mind. It's like, oh, it's real. Oh, I've got, I've, I've got to get the best footage ever because that was his passion, right? If you saw the stuff he was editing before, yeah, at home on his screen, he just he just likes filming weird phenomenons and yeah, yeah, it was very very selective. One hundred, but yeah, that bit is <laughs> funny now. I'm talking about, it, but I found him so annoying when I was watching the film. It's like, what are you doing? Mm. Hopefully the footage survived. Obviously, we're never getting a sequel to this or anything, but no. going by what happens in the film, it spits out things, like inanimate objects that it can't digest. So who knows? Hopefully the the footage will survive. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, what did you think of uh, Angel, the guy, the technician, the salesman? I liked Angel. I yeah, liked I liked Angel. him too. He was, was cool. proper helpful, and I liked how he he didn't even need much convincing to join him with the operation. I liked it. Well. His enthusiasm was cool. Like, mm. he, he came across as one of those annoying people that you're just trying to get on with your day and just keeps talking. Yep. It's like, do you need help with the installation? He's like, nope. Just, but I think just pay for our stuff and let's go home. He, he definitely overstepped, but he's lucky that it worked in their benefit. Oh yeah, for sure. He bugged their cameras, and he, they didn't tell him to do that. Yep. That was one thing I picked up on. I was like, "Yo, no, 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 my friends, you you don't do that." <laughs> yeah, and he was a useful character because he noticed the cloud. He noticed that this this one cloud is not moving. Yeah, true. He did. Yeah. So yeah, he was used. But I liked how he was a good supporting character and helped and everything. Don't really know what happened with him at the end. He survived. He was, he was just, yeah, he just survived. He's just fine because he saw the he saw a jean jacket, which is what they ended up calling the alien blow up. Yeah, man, that's that. Was, I, I liked his character. What, what do you think? I like his character too. <clears throat> I like the fact that when he he actually survived by entangling himself with like the tarp and barbed wire, and then um, the thing. Okay, yeah, I like that. I just want to go back to the thing before I forget. <laughs> You know how in everything, everywhere, all at once, they had the title sequences. Everything yep. part mm-hmm. one, all at once, blah blah. You know, part three, blah blah blah. This one kind of had that with the horse names. But it did. It didn't make sense to have them there. They, you know it, what? I fully agree. It didn't make sense. The first one was about a horse that disappeared. The other one was what about what, a fake one, and it, but it didn't narr- didn't do anything narratively, and. What the last one was Jean Jacket? I meant to care why? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, I don't know. I just remember. No, I fully agree. I'd go so far as to say, of all the films I've ever seen with, you know, random chapters and title cards during the film, 
this has to be the most useless I've ever seen. Useless. I didn't add anything. Why. Didn't tell Nothing. us anything. Nothing. I was like, this wasn't this wasn't needed. Just <laughs> it just adds <laughs> what three seconds to the film max. I don't know. Mm, no. Wasn't needed. Was not needed. Maybe um, someone has a theory out there. Let me know. I yeah, know. I, I just wasn't needed. Mm. I feel like this is one of those English literature type of films where <laughs> you you probably overanalyze things more than Jordan Peele even intended. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I meant by when I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? <laughs> that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. And also, you remember when I was comparing uh, Jordan Peele to Christopher Nolan in some aspects, in terms of having to rewatch it to pick up on all the mm. symbolism and just the general plot? Yeah. So you see how we we have a big gripe, a big gripe with Christopher Nolan and sound. Yes. Sometimes, was this film a bit dark in some spots? As in, I couldn't see some things. Especially when it was like, the scene with OJ sitting in his truck with mm. Dean Jacket up above. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that clear, man. I thought, see, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me. But when you say it, I do remember there was some scenes it's like dark, that. Man. It's dark, man. I can't dark. see. You see, this is the problem. You need to know how to light. He knows how to light these characters, so he's doing it for a reason. Because in Get Out, it was just him in mostly darkness. Mm. So I don't know why it kind of didn't in, the You know what? I, I get that he was trying to keep the mystery and the suspense of, you know, he wasn't trying to reveal the alien too soon. Because mm. remember before that, we got, we didn't even get to see Jean Jacket clearly for over half the film. All we yeah, saw true. was, you know, a column of dust picking up the plastic horse. You mm-hmm. saw it. It's like at the corner of your eye. You just see mm. it fly randomly. Yep, yep. And he just tried to keep it visually you know, ambiguous. Present, but ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For a while. And I, I guess that's that was the intention, but it got frustrating sometimes because I was like, yeah. all right, I can't see, man. Yeah. <laughs> it gave me, then, gave me Game yeah. of Thrones vibes. Yeah. That but, <laughs> but, but then when you first see it, when you first see it, take the horse and then just zoom in in full scale out of nowhere. And you see the different difference in scale, first and foremost. That's the first thing. The difference in scale between OJ and the ship as it just zooms in to get the horse, not even OJ. And then the rest of the film when you're seeing it, thing is a massive oh it's you know what massive. i'll tell you what so out of all aliens i've seen in film mm. in literature and whatnot this is the most different one i've seen and it looked beautiful i don't like it did it did. when it unfurled into like this jellyfish looking yeah ass. the jellyfish looking tarpling yeah yeah the design i was like damn this is quite unique i've never seen an alien sort of kind of Take this shape and on the, on that scope as well, that scale. It's mm. like wow, that's I, I really love the design of when it unfurled and then when it yeah. showed exactly how it turns back into a flying saucer shape. Mm-hmm. I, I like I really liked how you know Peel played played with us in terms of when it comes to aliens, we know to be used to a flying saucer kind of shape. And he kind of yeah. flipped that on us. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's not, a, it's not a, an aircraft. It's the alien itself. Uh-huh. Crisscross. That's right, crisscross. You liked that, didn't you? That was intentional. <laughs> yes. Indeed. But yeah, as overall, definitely did like the film a second time. 
the mm. second time more than the first time. But yeah, there's again, you don't owe it to any film for it to do that for you to appreciate it. Sometimes it's needed, but if it didn't doesn't get you on the first watch, then cool, it didn't get you on the first watch because there are plenty of films that will get you on the first watch. Get Out got me on the first watch, even though there's so much I didn't pick up on until the second, third, seventeenth watches. <laughs> But yeah, um, all amazing, all amazing. You got anything else? There is a shot that comes from Akira. It's a the Akira film. slide. Yeah, the yes. Akira slide. I just wanted to mention that on here because I freaking loved that shot. I was waiting for that shot from when she was getting the motorbike ready to go. I was like, "It's coming! It's coming! It's coming! She's gonna get it going!" Because I want to see that shot. And I saw the shot, and I was like, "That's amazing!" I'm, I love that Jordan Peele put that in the film. Yeah, I, I think he said shot. that Akira is one of his favorite characters. So yeah, that made that was that was really cool to see. And I was actually going to ask you, in relation to that scene, you see the picture um, Emerald took at the end of the alien? Yeah. If you saw that on, like, I don't know, TikTok or Twitter or whatever, would you believe it? Oh, please, <laughs> don't do this. Don't ruin her, her accomplishment. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. I knew it. <laughs> I'd look at that and be like, what is that? that it might, it might be just a smidge on the on the, the picture or just some random fly that we haven't seen before. Yeah, but you got the carcass, though. It's somewhere floating down still. But is it dead? Is it dead is the question. Of course. Didn't you see it exploded? It looks like it killed it anyway. I saw it fall out of the sky. So, that, yeah, you're right. Is... There is a carcass, actually. If yeah. yeah. It looked like it did a bit of damage to the jean jacket. So, yeah. Getting defeated by a freaking <laughs> was it, a, a balloon. <laughs> mm. Yeah, okay. there's another thing I actually wanted to say in that Jean Jacket's the ultimate death trap because is it not human nature to if there's something in the sky to just look up? Mm, mm, and once you look at it, you're dead. So I was like, damn, it's the ultimate death trap. You don't stand a chance. Dude, it's like a cloud version of a weeping angel. Oh yes, that's actually a great a great comparison. For those who don't know what weeping angel is literally just go on go on youtube search doctor who weeping angel look at images and then don't look away from the angel 100 percent. it's such a simple but terrifying concept love mm-hmm. it love that episode yeah well yeah overall i'd say i'd give nope streaming stick it on i'll watch it again on streaming services i'm not going to cinema again for it nope mm. <laughs> get it <laughs> anyway, I would also give it a nope. <laughs> I would you give also it give it a, a nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, yeah, I'll give it a streaming. A streaming. All right, all right. I hear that. Fair enough. But that's been our review of Nope, and hope to bring a few more reviews of other films. But until then, we are out. Peace.